0: Hi everybody and welcome back to the Paperless Movement. I'm Tom Solid and I'm really excited today to welcome Jonathan Stewart to this show today. And please make sure to stay to the end because in this interview, you will get out so much value for your productivity system to get a better understanding end-to-end and what you should consider. And you will learn one thing. There is not the one best tool for everybody. There's only one best tool for you. So stay tuned. I thought, you know, I, I visualized this interview like playing chess for some reason. Maybe it has something to do with the tweet we were, you know, we're starting a bit on, on Twitter. So Layla from or from at Process Driven, she posted a tweet where she said, just did a double. Tab- uh, just did a double take. Click up. No longer positioned as the app to replace them all. Now they say one place for all your work. Yeah. And then you said, love it. The more apps stop saying they are all in one, the better. So I hundred percent agreed with you with this. <laughs> And then, I, know,
1: I can remember your response really vividly. You were like, oh, this is going to be an interesting conversation.
0: <laughs> but Notion does qualify the all-in-one statement on their homepage, though. Even the statement itself goes further than just all-in-one. So without knowing really what she actually meant by this, I replied very self-confident to this tweet and said depends on what requirements you have for an all-in-one qualification. My I-Core, so the pledge there, my i framework qualifies a productivity systems end-to-end efficiency. And Notion is far from being an all-in-one solution for people who also seek best system efficiency. That was really hard. But then John comes in, yeah, you know. <laughs> Tom the cat, Tom the cat just mentioned something and he just steps in and says system efficiency is only part of the story for many including myself including myself i'm more effi- effective in notion because everything i want is here and shown in a way that works for me i sacrifice efficiency for effectiveness and notion and i can't pronounce albeit is albate right not perfect uh helps me to be more effective So, and I think that's a very good entrance point here. I hope I I was reading this properly so everybody understood what was going on there. Um, You did pretty
1: well. The only word that that was there was albeit. Albeit. Albeit, yeah. But that's such a rare, like, word to be used by most normal human beings. But because I'm a nerd. (laughs) That's why you're on the show,
0: my friend.
1: You're (laughs) one of the cool kids. <laughs> I need my glass. I need cool glasses now. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Drop the mic. So, let's dive into this because actually, you didn't reply to what I was. uh Oh, what did I? Did you? Oh, you did actually. It was going further. So I said, oh, "Do you, you talk? You're like,
1: you didn't reply, so I'm to ask you. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did I, you know. <laughs> yeah. I
0: think
1: you'll find that it
0: yeah, yeah, of course. Because yeah, yeah. Do you talk about personal use only or consider team management too? And you replied, I don't view these two separately. As team management is still about the individuals inside the team, I am about using systems to bring more joy and freedom to the business owner plus their team. Well, and then I said, well, well, looking forward to the interviewing you on my show. And here we are. John. Let's talk about the differences between efficiency, um, productivity, and effectiveness.
1: Oh, because... starting on the topic, I'm gonna take a sip of my tea. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am British, after
0: all. <laughs> yeah, but it's not four o'clock. No. It is actually in but, the middle of would, the night. Would,
1: well yeah, but still tea 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 could be drunk at any time.
0: Uh, as long as there's milk. <laughs>
1: There's, there's always milk. If there isn't, <laughs> there's an argument in my house. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's stay focused. Efficiency and productivity or equals effectiveness. Let's put it this way. So the e- efficiency is a uh, multiplier for productivity. And the overall work stream would become more effective this way.
1: Well that depends on your definition of productivity. Yeah, How that's do that's you exactly define the thing, productivity?
0: because productivity is just putting things out there. <laughs> if you produce exactly. something. But if I increase the efficiency on let's say, you know, in one hour I produce one video. And then I increase my editing efficiency and all of a sudden I can produce four videos per hour. So the overall effectiveness of my system has increased. And productivity, because the multiplayer was efficiency. So that's your run now. <laughs> that was a hard one. You're
1: like, you're like <laughs> <laughs> your well you like. Well done. You did it. You did it. Well done. You got there. You, mm. got, you got through it without me interrupting you, which is a good start. <laughs> yeah
0: so what are your thoughts
1: so, on this so efficiency is a weird word like if you are effective like being effective to me is being able to do what i want to do in the time that i set mm-hmm. that is what being effective is hmm And being able to, as I said in the tweet, being able to find everything that I want easily is more effective for me. Yes, I could save myself, what, 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Because let's be honest, the time you save from, for example, going back to the topic of this, going and using Notion versus ClickUp, like if you know Notion well... And you know ClickUp, and and if you know Notion, you can figure out ClickUp really quickly because they're kind of similar. However, ClickUp has limitations.
0: I just wanted to say they are they are similar on the surface, but they are far from you know competing with each other for for my. Uh,
1: they they physically cannot compete. It's not possible. <laughs> no, they are built very very differently. Exactly, and there was and, the, yeah, go on, go ahead. And and for me, although it is less efficient in Notion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I am able to be more effective because instead of having to go this way, Mm -hmm. my brain does not think in lists. My brain is not like this step followed by this step followed by this step followed by this step. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That is, I am physically incapable of thinking like that and click up is the only way to do that. And it is much more efficient. If you think about reducing the amount of brain power to be able to just go down a list and go step by step by step, that is efficient because you're not jumping between different kind of contexts, different bits of information. However, for me, my brain naturally goes all over the place. Like my brain cannot be efficient in the kind of traditional uh, view of efficiency, where it's just like step one, this, step two, this, step three, this, step four, this, step five, this.
0: Let me interrupt you here because I think it is so important that we are here together today and talking about this because i just realized that we have exactly the same thinking it is all about definitions and this is what we both actually train our clients or coach yeah make your definitions conventions and all this and here we have a really misunderstanding and but we in the end of the day we both think the same way so because my ICO framework is about looking at the productivity system end-to-end. Input, control, output, refine, and then placing different tools on a different places that make me most efficient end-to-end. And there I have to consider what tools work good good with each other. So I have no friction, but on the same
1: point, which tools
0: work for me individually best.
1: So- You mentioned friction. I love friction. The, the, the friction conversation I'm very excited for. Okay, Carry we, on.
0: We can, we, we, we can talk about friction later. So the thing is, when you said about thinking and, and going through lists in ClickUp, this is not efficient. I need, I absolutely agree to this. And, and this is not the efficient thing in ClickUp for me. Going through lists is searching for information. I hate this. I hate scrolling long pages or comments and in order to find the stuff again. If you look at my productivity system setup, how I set it up in this iCore framework or universe or what you want to call it, I have Notion in my control part and I have ClickUp in my output part. So let's stay with the example for video editing. My video database is on Notion. Mm-hmm. All my databases, our notion, people's database, connected with each other, finding stuff easily, because I 100% agree. And that's actually something I also teach in Inner Circle about mind mapping. I'm using Miro for mind mapping or creating concepts. And in this masterclass, I go exactly into this direction that our brain works much more like a mind map then it works like lists or documents and folders and you get stuck in for, you know, we can go down this road using text versus folders to to get this uh, halo picture and so on. So I agree with you, but now we go to the friction and you can talk again. The friction (laughs) point would be here, having a list of videos on Notion and actually working on the task to create these videos on ClickUp. Because for me, efficiency, when we go to Notion, look at recurring tasks, okay? I, I can make a task list and then I have a recurring task and people tell me, just uncheck the boxes and check them again on the next day. This works in certain use cases when you have Absolutely. a few checkboxes, you have routines every day for yourself, things like that. Um, and also task dependencies, I know there are workarounds in Notion, but I mean, you need a whole day to implement these. If you and if you're not used to use Notion, it might take you even longer. And you know, this is where I have less friction implementing these workflows inside ClickUp first. And the other thing is recurring tasks. It is just, you know, this what you, what you said before, 10 minutes saving per day, you know, this sums up over time. And when I have a lot of projects to manage and all these, you know, recurring things that I have to do over and over without being able to use automations, this is the decision when I say, okay, I have to use something else. I have the friction point between Notion and ClickUp, but I eat this frog <laughs> because I have, I'm much more efficient, efficient finding information inside Notion later mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and I'm much more efficient being productive and producing this
1: stuff in ClickUp.
0: So talk
1: about it. So friction. I'm really glad you mentioned about, so often I see um, friction being thought of as a negative thing oh, it's and I uh, don't believe, and I think you're about the same. I don't believe that friction is bad and everybody tries to, re- Commonly we see remove friction like just go and use this one single app because it removes all the friction points for you Yeah, it removes friction friction goes friction friction friction. friction. Yeah, I prefer
0: the word bottlenecks Yeah,
1: I think bottlenecks is nicer. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I completely agree because friction makes a car go Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If you don't have friction and a car is by definition a series of systems and processes that come together. If you do not have friction in a car or a certain amount of it, you're in trouble. But I'm it's an not going to go
0: nowhere. I'm an astronaut. I'm flying in space. I'm using, you know. Ah, but you I'm still just throwing friction. away an apple and I fly away. Frictionless.
1: But it's not frictionless because then you've got the fuel. <laughs> I, 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 I could completely make things work mm. in any way. When it comes to launching, when it comes to launching, you have to be launched in the air. What? Where's the friction there? It is from when you set the fuel on fire and it pushes you down. Mm. The friction is is it? You don't see the friction point, which actually is. So a we should talk example. about
0: forces rather than fric- friction. But I think that becomes too nerdy now.
1: <laughs> no such. <laughs> th- <laughs>
0: Oh, I love this already. So yeah, go ahead with
1: you. I completely, going back to what you were saying about recurring tasks, completely agree. It's why I nearly switched to ClickUp. And I actually explored ClickUp for a a decent amount of time because I wanted to have a smooth recurring task Mm -hmm. and dependencies. You can do both in Notion. I have two templates coming that do both now. So that you can have dependencies because that was a big friction point for me like having dependencies and task dependencies more so than recurring tasks because a lot of what i do at the moment is not really recurring and i just need to be triggered to remember to do that which i put inside of my templates Mm -hmm. so for example when i'm doing a piece of content Um, I have a series of checklists, checkboxes of things that I need to get done, like, you know, post it three times to Twitter, you know, schedule three tweets. You know, these are recurring events I have to do relating to the piece of content that I published. For me, just having the checkboxes to remind me to do it. And because I batch a lot of like that side of things because I don't enjoy it. I hate having to look at the same thing over and over again every day recurring tasks is a horrible 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 thing in notion like let's be real but for me that that's fine that I'll I'll eat that frog because the ability to go from oh yes I need to complete this piece of work for a client of mine who needs help with setting up their tech and their support to being able to go through multiple layers in, inside of a tool like ClickUp, you literally have one view, that's it. Yes, of course, you can do different spaces and stuff like that, but it is, still looks the darn same no matter whatever way you spin it. And I tried to replicate what I had in Notion and ClickUp, and it sucked because you cannot turn the things that you don't need to see everywhere off. For me, it's kind of... The best way I've ever been able to describe it is like fractal productivity, being able to start from a really big picture and then zoom really far in. And I mean, like, as tiny as possible, because you probably will agree with me completely on this. You build your system for the worst possible you, not the best, because the best possible you does not need the system. (laughs) Well, that's that's
0: exactly bringing me to the next thing talking about friction, another issue, people setting up productivity systems, myself included, we have a shiny, beautiful, highly efficient system in mind. And we build this up with all the bells and whistles and stuff we can do. And this is a lot of work we have to do every day in order to bell all these bells and pipe all these whistles, do you know what I mean? But this is no yeah. issue because we are very motivated and excited in the beginning when we set this up. So it's no issue for me to tick these boxes and so on. One week later, we are just annoyed of our own productivity system because it became far too complex. And this yes. is this happened for me when I set up the, the system, especially in ClickUp, yeah, because you can do so much, especially in Notion, because you, you are the architect in there. This is another friction point and uh, where, you know, coaching is great if you have somebody telling you, make it minimal, you know, you don't need this automation. And again, I just trapped this, dipped into the same trap again in ClickUp, setting up automations, dragging around tasks. So people get automatically applied, uh, assigned to these tasks and, you know, uh, templates get applied. And then I move this task back, and suddenly I have the same template applied again, and there's no such thing like an undo button, and you know these things make it add a lot more upfront uh, time and thought into the system. When you have automations that are not fully thought through, actually, then you have something like Notion where you're more restricted um, in these complex automation stuff that you can do, if this makes sense. And for this reason, before you you go ahead, I'm using Todoist. Todoist is really focused on a task list and there's not much more. This is really the the thing where I I say, there's no friction for me to creating tasks to get this list up and look what tasks I have. And I have a two-way synchronization with my Google Calendar, so I can even schedule and make time management this way. This is the reason why I'm using Todoist, and this is the reason why I connected ClickUp via Plexy with Todoist, in order to have these tasks on my Todoist list, and I go back to this, you know, paper task list that we usually have uh, on our desk, ticking off the boxes over day. On the ultra wide screen, I have my Todoist list always open on the left side, so it's the same visual experience, more or less. this in in your face thing so a lot of you know things i mentioned here but talking about friction you always find something to improve i guess
1: yeah and it's about choosing choosing your frog because (laughs) there is no perfect system my system is not perfect i could pick out 30 problems with my system off the top of my head because (laughs) i know i built it um but the thing with notion and i think why i Even though I have used Todoist, I hated Todoist, I hate lists. Hmm. I have an aversion to lists, except for when they're in Notion. Don't ask why. There's no practical reason for that. I just like how lists look in Notion and the fact of filtering. I think it's the filtering for me Mm -hmm. in Notion. Mm -hmm. The ability to view my data in so many different ways. Seeing the same data really cut down and chopped up into different sections for me to doist is one long list, or you have a list with sub lists in it, whatever. And oh, I yeah, feel that yeah,
0: I agree. So, but the, 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 that's again the way how you use to Todoist, To doist for me is just a daily task list. So this shouldn't be usually longer than one page because you can't get it done. And so is that recurring only...
1: tasks then? Or... No, no.
0: Yeah, sometimes well, recurring. If I, for example need to have a a look at my goals or something like that. This comes up once a month and then I get reminded, (laughs) the link is there already, I click there, it opens up, I can check, update, and that's it. But I'm not planning or doing anything else in Todoist rather than just showing me the task or quick capture through my Gmail or the integrations all over the place from Todoist where I can say, okay, I have to keep this in mind. Uh, I absolutely agree. This is not a planning tool. That's not a project management. And this is not a team management, uh, a t- team task management tool. Otho, Ravenscanner, uh, the CEO was on the show as well. They're using Todoist in order to do their task in their business. And it works. Okay, but not for me. So I agree. I need something more complex in order to run my projects, teams. But for my personalized Task management. Whoops, I'm using to So yeah, sorry to interrupt you.
1: But I needed to no, clarify it. this. <laughs> you mentioned goals, that's a fun conversation. I I have strong opinions on goals. Yeah, I know.
0: Now now we talk about is it does it make sense to have goals? And it's not necessarily that it goes. doesn't make
1: sense. I mean, I mean, I watched a fascinating video recently by Ali. Uh, I knew this comes me. up now <laughs> because I watched it too. From Ali up uh, I watched the video and I was very interested. Like, I I don't like goals. Like, the concept of, of things like goals, KPIs, OKRs, the alphabet of productivity mm-hmm. is what I'm literally calling it now because it was funny. Um, and I made that joke once and now I make it all the time. Um, it's over-engineering, like especially KPIs and OKRs and and that kind of side of things. It's over-engineering, something that is just, do you want to do something? This is the direction that I'm heading in. Sure. And and my idea of checking over, so you look at your goals every month. I don't look at my goals because I don't need to because I know where I'm headed. Like where my goals are is to do to to continue growing as a business owner to continue moving forward and and there's this uh, a fascinating kind of idea of finite and infinite like finite ideas and infinite like ideas and stories and and the way you work if you have a goal which you reach what's next well you haven't succeeded because now you've completed that goal you're now going to move that goal again And so I find that traditional the way that goals are traditionally portrayed, like I'm gonna reach ten thousand subscribers on YouTube. Like and then what? Oh exactly you you reach
0: these ten thousand subscribers and then you say Okay, now let's reach fifty thousand and the numbers get bigger and bigger. But let's let's talk about it
1: gets more and you don't succeed, like you don't complete your journey because the journey never is over and so for me setting up these these milestone style goals in particular
0: yeah
1: suck like i just i just hate them because they they are pointless the thing that i kind of align more with is an identity like what i want to become Mm -hmm. which It's just a name, but names matter, as we've already discussed earlier with efficiency and effectiveness, Mm -hmm. like names and the way we define it matter. An identity to me is more important than a goal because an identity I'm never going to 100 percent reach because it's it's fuzzy and it's wuzzy and it's lovely. But I won't reach it, which is good. Yeah, because once I reach it, then it's over. And then what? And I'm just chasing. It's back on the the you know the the the. Um, there's a word I'm looking for, and um, I'm the English speaker, and I can't think of the English word right now. Um, you only have a
0: few. <laughs> compared, to like, the I don't want to
1: be in the hamster wheel of goals and, and just chasing after the next thing that I have arbitrarily set myself. I used to do it. I used to set myself a goal because I thought I knew where I wanted to be. However, I don't know where I want to be in six months time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And from uh, when I first started kind of moving into this space, I had a great goal. I wanted to hit this point and do this and beat that. And then COVID hit. Oh, come on. That's... And everything went out my Everything went out the window. That's one thing that it's taught me is that goals really do suck because you don't know where you're going to be in six months time. And if all you're doing when you look at it every single month after month is just how close am I to this goal now? How close am I to this now? How close am I to that now? All you're thinking about is reaching that goal and you can't see beyond that. Or or for me, I could never see beyond that goal. And so when I reached it, it was like, right, Mm mm-hmm, okay. Now what? It's next. All right. Next, please. So
0: two things, KPIs. So for everybody who doesn't know about KPIs, you know, uh, key performance indicators, there are several other types, but these are the metrics you use to, to track your progress. To see if you hit the goals or if you're on track or off track to your goal, just to keep that in mind. But the thing is, what I see in many businesses where I was coaching in already about this stuff, I usually say... I usually look at the KPIs already implemented because that's a thing somebody was at a course and and said, okay, now we have to be more productive so we implement KPIs so we can track this and so on. They set up KPIs. And then when you see, especially in bigger companies, the whole range, um, I see KPIs like watermelons on the outside green and the inside red. Think about this. So people start working for those KPIs and they try you know we are clever human beings we we always find ways to make the numbers right hack okay. it and uh, this is the wrong approach for, to me KPIs it's really just a, a motivator to keep going to reflect myself how it was past months and I have just up here, I have a monitor with a Raspberry Pi attached, and I have a dashboard there that I created for my key performance indicators, where I say, okay, I need these number to achieve in order to get a team, for example, or t- in order to hire someone one more, or in order to do more videos per time, I need to do this and this and this. So I have goals that I need to achieve in order to do something else. And of course, I,
1: I, I'm very intrigued by this.
0: One, one wait, and one more thing. And the goal that I mentioned in the beginning, I, I, I wanted you to finish, but I want to go back to when I mentioned the goals and to doist. This is not goals for business goals. This is just goals or affirmations, you would say. Is, it, okay. is that the right word? Where where I go back and say, I reflect myself in the beginning of the year. And this is where I agree. In the beginning of the year, I was motivated to reach this and this and this. And then by just looking back where my wishes were in the beginning or the goals that I set there. Then I see, okay, that's never going to work because my growth is only so slow and so on. So I become more and more realistic about the goals that I set because I actually set and be honest on myself about the goals that I set that I never will be able to reach it and adjust it on the way. And that's called whether it's Scrum or Agile, where you adjust ongoing. So I never say that this goal is set in stone. And once I reach this, I'm a better person. Of course, there's something beyond. Of course, there's my 10-year plan where I say, okay, I can visualize myself in there. But I need to break this down in smaller steps in order to say, okay, if I really want to be, I don't know, multimillionaire. This is, you know, this is the thing where where you just said, okay, I want to be a better person. I want to earn more money. So on the go, I will earn more money. But if you already have a set goal with a certain number in place, whatever this number will be, you can um, um, reverse engineer what you be, in 10 years, if this makes sense.
1: Hmm. So, so it's fascinating how you have like the KPI to hire a new member of hire a new team member that I find fascinating. If you were to cut your costs instead, you could, there are multiple ways to reach a goal. And so that's the sticking point for me is the Mm. fact that there are multiple ways to reach a goal. Having a KPI does not necessarily equal that goal. It is it is about it's the driver. figuring... But if you need to be driven... Like, the way I see it, this is me personally. This is completely me personal. Like, if I need to be driven to do something and pushed to do something, then I'm doing something wrong. Like, I... We all have to do stuff we don't enjoy. Like, that is just a fact of life, sure. Hmm. But what I don't want to be looking at is that every day. So, for example, I absolutely hate dealing with money. Like, I I wrote a post about this literally today. I did a tweet about it today, about how much I hate numbers and how I'm not a numbers guy, which is probably why I don't like KPIs either, because it's just numbers orientated. But my coach said, start tracking those numbers and it makes sense why i have to track the numbers so i know how much money is coming in and out etc etc i know i need that information to be able to make smart decisions because it's smart business decisions however I hate it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's the same for me. It doesn't motivate me. It doesn't excite me thinking about numbers. So what I do is I create something that is the lowest friction as possible. This is where frictionless comes in, where it's literally I've, I've seen so many spreadsheets around the Internet of really complex stuff. Nope. I have literally one single um, sheet per um, month. And every single day I just go in and go, this is how much. This is what it is. If it's a minus, it automatically shows it as an as, as an expense. If it's a plus, it shows it as an income. And at the top, I have a running total based across the months because that's all I actually care about. My accountant or my wonderful team can deal with the other stuff that, that has to be done for tax returns and stuff like that. But for me, having just that lowest friction possible is much more important to me, meaning that I am still motivated because I know... I know that once is, this is this, this don't get much easier. You literally just have to switch off, put some good music on, put something on in the background so you don't have to think about it and just do it and then it's done. That is motivating for me, mm. whereby having to have KPIs and, and some form of this to try and motivate me, for me that feels wrong that i need to be motivated by a number or a thing or a, or a goal or a situation if i'm not motivated mm-hmm. that is a fundamental problem and i'm doing the thing that i don't enjoy and i'm not happy i don't feel motivated so i need to fix that it, it's it's like kind of taping over the problem just well just just get to this shiny number and you'll feel good about yourself no i won't because there'll be another shiny number that i want to reach yeah. And it'll be another shiny object or another shiny person that you hire, or, or or this or that. I thought my life would get easier when I hired something. No, it meant I had to redesign my entire flipping system.
0: It's a very good we point. Already... I have to I have to really agree here with the, um, don't focus on the number because if you you know chasing the numbers, this can really be be really exhausting and gives you out of scope of the big picture. Like, you know, do I really enjoy this and do I do this for the community or do I do this just to get the views on YouTube? And this is where I really made the decision on my channel as well. I was talking the first two years only about handwriting note-taking apps. But I am, you know, looking at end-to-end productivity systems all the time. That's what I enjoy. That's where I geek out. So I decided to pivot the YouTube channel to talk about this stuff, have these interviews and the the numbers drop. But I think then everybody who stays and and, and watch this, they are really into this. And I much more enjoy talking to these people from my community who are on the same mindset and geek, either, geek out about this and you know want to learn more, they say, okay, they I have the um the purpose behind this. And the other thing I want also to say, you also mentioned you have your team for accounting and so on here. Those team members need to have the numbers as well, or actually they need to love the numbers. So you hate numbers and they They love them (laughs) and they love them. And I hate writing. I hate content writing. I like talking. So I have. I'm not a native speaker, but I want to provide high-quality English uh, content. So I have an editor who uses my transcripts and so on and has my voice. And that's really hard to find somebody who actually understands your thinking and so on and translates this into text the same way. But I have luck that I found somebody. And this is another thing of efficiency And and also productivity because i'm producing double the content now by doing the video and i have somebody else transcribing this into text so we have two things that i would have hated to do and yeah that's that's that now we come into this entrepreneur talking and the different heads as an entrepreneur we have on until we start to have different CFO and CMO and so on. There's a reason oh, for these different those are just
1: part. really smart words that people say so that they sound really cool. You have someone who helps with stuff. Come on. You don't have to CFO, CMO, JK. It, we're going KPI language again. It's just The CMO, the CFO. It, this is what really posh people try to say to sound smart when really it's true. It's just people who come and help you.
0: But like, I have the feeling that... that you hate structures.
1: Really? <laughs> Is that not obvious? Did you, <laughs> you realize I use motion, right?
0: Yeah, well, you can be very struck. I mean, you should love Rome Research then as a gardener, isn't it? Rather this way.
1: It looks ugly. Sorry. <laughs> Thank
0: you. I had the same thought. I just finished the review of Obsidian and I thought, okay...
1: obsidian looks looks good yeah looks better well no 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 wrong looks better and yes danny's probably going to watch this seeing as he called me out on his video literally today thank you um i'm gonna call him out here like yes you can edit the css so you're talking about danny
0: hatcher for everybody else wondering
1: yes danny hatcher yes yes um and you can edit the CSS to make it look visual and pretty and all that yeah. stuff. but no, it still does not... Look there we version. are already in friction. Why do I need to
0: learn CSS in order to make things pretty? So I need to be somebody already in this space, and those are the people who understand this. I love the idea of backlinks, and somebody wondered already that I said, I prefer the backlinks in Notion rather than in Rome Research, because they have a better purpose inside <laughs> Notion.
1: Wow! You are the first person who I've said who has liked Notion I mean, pe- Yeah,
0: people will, people will go in the comments below and say, what the f- Tom are you just saying there? And I tell you exactly why. Because it fulfills its purpose in Notion. It, it You know, that's what I said in the very beginning already when Rome came out. I said, from a technical point of view, this is no magic, having backlinks. Yes, I agree. Rome research gives so much more functionality to these backlinks and how you can leverage on these and filter this and so on. I'm aware of this. But what I use them for is just referencing, let's say I write a text. If I write, I just said I hate writing, but sometimes I write in Notion. And then I reference, I don't know, let's say Albert Einstein. All right, I write something, Albert Einstein, and this guy <laughs> is in my people's database. So I automatically mention him in this text and I have like a Wikipedia full of information where I can I, click I, through. I am
1: exactly the same. I, this is exactly how I use But mentioning. the thing, so yeah,
0: that this mention, yeah. That's, that's mentioning, isn't it? But I love it being then on, on the database, on the page of Albert Einstein and seeing all the backlinks where this was mentioned. And this is all i need i'm sure people need more or less or whatever but for my personal use and that's what you know i coach think about what you need usually the first question i think it's the same for you is hey um what is the best note taking app no yeah. and i say let's look at your workflow as it is on paper you know if you're going to go paperless or something like that usually We really need to start at the roots where I see it is, you know, there's no, no productivity there on paper. So there won't be anything else in the digital world. And I can say that because I was exactly the same. I was running around with five different paper notebooks for each project, you know, tried so many different things. And I thought, okay, let's go paperless. I have much more, you know, I can search my notes and so on, but it didn't help. So this is where I started thinking, okay, you have to look about the systems. And that's where I ended it's up not coaching the
1: systems. Like, I think, I think we both agree on the same thing, but the terminology might be slightly different, like
0: I'm the German, this goes, back, so to the, to this
1: goes back to the teams versus person. Like, yeah. like just the personal thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as different because it's not because there are people that make a team. Each individual person has their mo- their individual way of thinking mm-hmm. and forcing everybody to work one way is not efficient. Yeah. It is dumb. Yeah, It just doesn't make sense yeah. because you end up having more and more trouble. Uh, I was, I was doing a project with a client recently and they messaged me and went, can you just record a video? Because, like my contractors are struggling with something. They, they, they don't understand what's going on. And my reply instantly was no. <laughs> you know, because, yeah. because if it's not working, then there is a problem that needs fixing. Yeah. And I think this is where the power of tools like Notion and Notion <laughs> and okay, fine, only Notion. And I'm going to be really like, forward with this like if you have multiple people who like to see things in multiple different ways Notion is about the only app that can do that and that is where the efficiency or the effectiveness of working in a team where Notion shines beyond anything else and believe me with the recent issues as of the time of this recording with like how you know well it runs and how fast it is and and how it doesn't go down, and how you have offline mode or not offline mode, like I have tried to find another tool that can do what I need it to do, which for me is being able to see things in different ways, being able to customize my space for different feelings and how I'm feeling that day. if I am overwhelmed you can you can stuff it if I'm going to go into a click up like. List, I'm going to cry in a corner because the moment I click in to open that up, I'm going to see the date started and the date this and the and the do this and the do that and the comments on the left hand side and all the little steps that happened and I can't turn off half that stuff. Yeah, and that was the biggest, yeah. the biggest turn off for both me and my team when it came to ClickUp. It's like I, there was I just
0: hundred percent agree, and I tweet much. this out so many times that the UI and the navigation on ClickUp is just. So much friction if you go back there again. Just navigating inside ClickUp. And I really was considering just recently and actually opened it up Asana again. I'm a certified Asana pro as well. And I implemented I like Asana already in so many things. And then I switched to ClickUp. And now I understand what I had on Asana. It was the structure. It was already there. I mean it is there's no freedom. So it's the opposite from notion asana yes. and and click is just if you compare asana and notion ClickUp would be somewhere in between where yeah, you have a lot actually more what customization I commonly say, like but when people also, ask about that yeah yeah it's
1: like, it's like the middle but ground i actually was between. wishing
0: when i was setting up the new workflows for for the youtube videos and so i thought come on i'm confusing my team by this and i have to write a lot more sops instead of doing it in asana so this being said I just want to add something that you mentioned there in Notion, you can set it up. I have actually a masterclass in my inner circle where I taught this already or where I showed this already, where, where what I wish in a company, whatever size this is, would be the standard and if it would be possible. Due to security reasons, it's not always possible, but i am always seeking to have one single source of truth so for you this might be then notion however talking about team and you just mentioned it we don't want to take away the superpowers of each team member by putting them into a corset or you know what they need to do and telling them keep with notion telling them you have to use notion if i come into your team and i'm not using notion for uh, task management and i hate it for task management and you tell me we are using notion for task management you have to use it too yeah i will use it but it won't be my favorite and you can't tell me that everybody will love using notion because they can build it up their way you will provide the structure so your workflows in notion it is a
1: very like it is a rough structure okay. like the way that i have designed it, it is is a very like the task name. Yeah. The project it's related to the piece of content it's related to if it's a piece of content. And I have like a general to do okay. like it is very simple because let's be honest, task management, all you really need is what the task is, whether it's done or not. And if you have a complex task, then status is added. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then like when it's due. That's all you actually need in the task manager. Anything else is context.
0: Yeah, okay. But but let's say let's let's stay with the single source of truth. So the idea for me is let's say I use Asana as my single source of truth. Okay. The idea behind this is, or let's stay with notion, it doesn't matter what you use in the middle of your company where everything goes in. Yeah, yeah. But my wish is that everybody can use their own tools in order to get the stuff done. So this means, as I, sh- as I showed in an example before, as a single, soft- single source of truth, we have ClickUp, but I am able to use Todoist in order to work on this stuff. And I ha- don't even have to look into ClickUp in order to work on this. Or using Slack, for example, and the integrations. I can do a lot yeah. just in Slack and finish this up although it's clunky, but the idea behind this is that everybody else can use whatever they want and they can use tools like Plexi, for example, to connect these tools with each other and everybody stays in their universe and therefore in their highest efficiency. And something like Notion, where I don't even have an API and don't tell me this will come and this will be great,
1: might be. Yeah, I know, I completely, I can't argue, however. However, <laughs> I can make Notion look similar to Asana.
0: Yeah, and that's what I just want to say. You can make this because you love it. You have you put in the effort in order to do this, but it takes knowledge. It takes or, or a coach or somebody who implements this for you, and the passion about this and uh, yeah, and and doing this. Same for ClickUp. It is so much uh, time you put into ClickUp in order to make it work the way you want it. And especially when you don't know how system, what system you want to have, it is overwhelming because it's too complex. And this made me really realize when I say, okay, I go to Asana, there's just such a way I can do things. And if they add boards, everything they implemented, it had its purpose and it improved the system. It makes sense. And I hate myself to say that now because I was such a fan of ClickUp, but talking about friction was really bringing me back. And now talking about, um, single source of truth, this comes to the conventions again, where I say then, okay, no taking, who does, who doesn't know that we are sitting in a meeting, five people, four of them take notes. And one person is talking, for example, we have these notes all over the place frictions of different uh, fractions not (laughs) friction fractions of different information in these different notebooks that's just the wrong way to go one guy was taking the meeting minutes sending the email to the team they just archive it and two weeks later you have exactly the same meeting again talking about the same shit you had already one week or two weeks ago so this is the easy the quick fix where i say have a single source of truth whatever it is it doesn't matter the tool and when you have a meeting go to the to the task and write a comment there and you have it and if this person leaves in the end you have a, a list <laughs> of information where this person can follow up and there the list is important again because we have the historic you know uh, order so people can relate to this and again click up is a mess because you have information all over the place Okay, I go to that. I want to let you to have your thoughts on this now
1: I, I completely agree yeah, like I do completely agree with what you're saying in terms of but seriously asana oh, like asana really it's not it's not nice to to have i
0: i mean putting descriptions or comments it's so restrictive. I think they still don't I have chip animation. <laughs> That's the I think
1: what would be really nice is when it comes to people wanting to have their own systems is to spend the time realizing what you need which is why I can I still believe that investing time in a tool like Notion or ClickUp or whatever tool it might be a more advanced tool like that is better because a system is what you do it's 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 We all have a system. It is what we have. Like that term system is just what we do. And we all have one, whether we are conscious of it or not. We all do certain things. That is a systematic approach to everything we do. That is what humans are. That is what we are as human beings. We are like, do, 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 do. But how we want to see it and how we work may be very different. And so... or or how we want to view how we work is different and how our systems interact with each other are very different and so before like having these kinds of discussions the reason why you and i have these discussions about apps is because that's what people want to hear but what people need (laughs) is to think about what they want like the purpose or the priority for them and i talk a lot not just about productivity but about apps in general and about finding the right tools that bring you joy because if you feel good it doesn't matter what system it might be it doesn't matter what app it might be i'll never touch asana but if you come and tell me that you need regimented structure and you need to be put in a position where you just cannot think about all of the individual things you need, then I'll, then I will help you go in asana. sauna because at the end of the day, if people, the problem is never the tools. It is the lack of understanding of what you need and the, the fear of being wrong. And, and for me as this, person who has fallen into productivity upside down and smashed his head on on the ground Um, like my message if I only have one is to make sure you're enjoying what you do and finding joy in the systems you use Hmm. if if notion would drive you insane I'd never force anyone to use notion yeah but I would ask why it doesn't work for you and then help you find a solution and that's what I do although I am a certified notion consultant if someone comes to me and says i want to set up a notion account i'm i will not say yes because i want to know that you are ready and that you understand how you work notion click up you need to understand you fundamentally and how you work if you don't then tools like asana it and if you just have a list of tasks let's be honest asana is great that's what I just said. You just mentioned it before. You said, let's face
0: it. All we need to do is a task and take it off. And if we take pick this up again, we can say, okay, Asana would be perfect. And if I have the connection with the tools that I personally love and use to Asana as my single source of truth, I don't need to have fancy looks in there because I won't go into Asana anyway, if I can connect it with my tools on the outside.
1: But that would be a, that. That's a pipe dream, though, isn't it? Because everybody wants to compete against each other instead of just. Or I think. I think Danny. Uh, Danny Hatcher had this conversation. We've had it before on our podcast. Um, it was about the all-in-one app and how it will never exist because there's too much competition. If I cannot wait, and I know it's the same thing you hear from every other person who uses Notion, it's coming. I can't wait till the API comes and notion should have had that right at the beginning yeah. like hands down because it wants to be a productivity and all in one app uh I don't, I'm it just should have maybe from my calendar <laughs> so like like i love google calendar and i use google calendar and i use zapier because i like my tools to talk to each other yeah. because then i have that complete and utter flexibility to move where I want to move and use the best tools for the job instead of relying on one. However, there is a point to Notion being a place where all the things can come together because no, you don't have Zapier or an API yet, but you do have the ability to embed things like a Google Sheet. For example, I do not do my any of my numbers inside of Notion Because it sucks
0: Hmm.
1: for just cold hard figuring out numbers. It's over, you have to over engineer the absolute shit out of it to make it work. Whereas spreadsheet, number, plus minus formula, done for me, don't have to think about it. Yeah. And so it's about finding what tools work for you in your unique perspective. And once you have that, then you are more empowered to do what you love. And let the tools kind of not be there,
0: but that, but that's exactly. I think we we are on the same page here. I mean, you all have the main focus on Notion, but you just mentioned g sheets. I think you you yes, refer, yeah. uh, referred here. So this is already another tool, isn't it? So it's about the orchestra of tools that need to work mm. together. And looking at the ICO framework, it's called a framework to give them, the people the frame where they can build their productivity system in there and understand the best tools that work and talk to each other in the best way possible for themselves, so it's enjoyable. And something I'm not a fan of is the courses about methods that are great, but force people to use a certain tool in order to apply the methods. So, This being said, if I'm, for example, a Notion user, and I love Notion, then this method is great, and I use this, and I implement it in my Notion. But if somebody else is struggling with productivity in general, and try to find their uh, tools and so on, and they they go into these methods and these courses, and, i just want to make people aware that it's a good starting point you will learn a lot but don't take it too serious what is taught also what no, i'm saying or what you're saying you know look at looking at get, getting things done okay gtd gtd i'm using parts of gtd if you so will if you will so if you so will uh but I would never implement it exactly the same way, because it will just destroy your productivity. And I see so many people, they say, I try to implement this and it doesn't work for me at all. And I say, just take the pieces that work for you and then mix it up with other methods and so on. And this is why you build this up. And this is the whole purpose of the paperless movement. framework in general of the, the coaches we are, isn't it? So we don't, as you do, as you mentioned it several times in this talk, and I love this talk, um, You go in there as I do and we just start on the basics and say, how do you work together? Are you happy with the tools that you have? What else do you have? Why don't you use this and so on? And we are rather recommending instead of saying, okay, you have to use this tool. And the issue I really see in big companies, we have the great salespeople who are not coaches, the salespeople from these tools, they go into a company and let's say uh, Trello, <coughs> um, they go into the company and then they say, yeah, we can do that. And then they say, okay, we have to, have to s- solve this problem with this. Of course, every tool, doesn't matter what tool you use, they will tell you, yeah, we can do that. With this workaround, task dependencies in Notion, for example. You would say we can have task dependencies, and you made it less frictiony with your template, maybe. But as a matter of fact, I can sell people Notion and say you have dependencies in there. But if this is the main focus, the main problem they want to solve, having task dependencies in there, there are tools that can do it better and easier to to manage.
1: I've, I've lost a project, a big project. When I was just focusing on Notion, someone said, "Well, they really need task dependencies." Okay, don't use Notion. I no, yeah. just don't because task dependencies I can hack around. Yeah, sure, I can spend the next three so months figuring out how to how to work it out. But tough, it's not gonna. You're not gonna like it. It's yeah. it's gonna be hacky. It's gonna be messy, and it's not gonna work. See, so and, don't do it. Go and to that's
0: Monday. Why Monday
1: dot is very good for task dependencies. I like Monday for for task dependencies. Yeah i like it it's 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 nice See, It's the next stage from asana to me and that that makes you a great coach isn't it because you know
0: the alternatives and you say no sorry this is not for you and you know this builds up trust and the issues is really i saw it many times that tools were implemented into running systems cross department wise where i said okay you just lost so much of your momentum right now by just switching from everybody having their paper notebooks to implementing a tool that makes absolutely no sense with no conventions in place with no workflows in place and with somebody you know just implemented in one day and then off he goes so i never, agree I, on I, I
1: find it so hard when people go i can fix your system in one day i just know like, you can't yeah, but I had the same, you know, when I get clients in a call and how long will this take? And I say,
0: I, we have to have at least one or two workshops in order to figure out what you really need. I, one workshop, I would say, or a long uh, call, best with the team already and so on, where we just write out the business processes they want to solve and all this, in order to get me in an idea what would work best for them. And then I can say how long it will take because somebody wants only, as you said, uh, a task list to tick off boxes. And then another one wants to have automations and cross functionality between three different tools. That's a completely different page, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. Um, John, I loved to have you on the show.
1: It's my pleasure. Thank uh, you for having me.
0: I really... Want to repeat this and if anybody oh. else out there of the four or three people's watching there or listening on the podcast let us know in the comments if you want to have john back and if you don't <laughs> i will bring him back anyway because i really <laughs> i really really enjoyed it uh this was uh it is so important to have these discussions now i think i think with COVID and all this, uh, starting with the productivity boost that we got and all this, now it's really important that people like us are here to give guidance. If it's, you know, this sounds maybe arrogant or something, but I think you are in tears as well when you see some systems in place and so on where you think you could be
1: so much more effective. The worst thing for me, <laughs> the worst thing for me is when I'm on Facebook. And someone goes, What project management software shall I use? And the first, the the reason why I have such a visceral reaction to the word asana is because everyone just says asana. And I'm just like, Stop it! Yeah, because they have stock, they own stocks now. Yeah, they own stocks or they have an affiliate to it. And it's just like, Stop it! Stop it! Yeah, that's really Because often when they come to, probably they come to you and me in the same way, like, I tried the system and I failed and and there's something wrong with me. I'm just not productive. No, no, it's not you that's the problem. It yeah. is the system that you have been shoehorned into. You aren't the problem. And let's be real, being an entrepreneur and a business owner and a small business owner on whatever word you want to use, because I get told off whenever I use entrepreneur. But like, yeah. it's so hard Like you are on your own. Most of the time, there are great communities of people. Yes, sure. But you are on your own and your head does not like you and never likes you. (laughs) And it's constantly telling you're screwing things up and constantly saying that there's something wrong with you. And so when I see someone coming in the Facebook community going, what project management tool should I use? And the responses are one word, Asana or (laughs) Trello or Notion. Like even Notion, I will go, stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Please, yeah. please stop. Do not suggest an app to someone. Figure out what their priorities are first, please. Because if you don't, that poor entrepreneur is going to go into this app, invest hours and yeah, hours yeah. of time, yeah. hours and hours of hours and hours of money. Well, yeah, my time is money. Lots of money into courses trying to fix what, What's wrong with them and being told how to build their system and just follow my system. And if you follow my system, then everything will be fine. No, no, it won't. Because that's your system. Stop it. John,
0: I think there was the best. I take this as a final word from you. I would. I wanted to ask, but I think there was the best ending that we could not set on this interview. I couldn't agree more with you and it's good to have you on the on the journey here together and um yeah talking to Danny Hatcher in the last interview and to Lila and so on I would really love to have something like um we need to have all three
1: of us on you heard her
0: you know you don't know what I want to say I just wanted to say I would to love to have you all in my asana setup working together (laughs) <laughs> no just joking no to have a conference or something like that where we really you know ge- can geek out and um for anyone else watching listening to this want to see this as well make sure to comment below we would be more than happy i guess to come
1: on increases engagement he deserves it come on now <laughs>
0: yeah comment. I, didn't say, I didn't say thumbs up But if you give it a thumbs down, let me know why there's engagement again. (laughs) So, yeah, but John, really, thank you very much. And we will catch up on Twitter.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And have a good time and another tea.
1: That was just for show there's none left. It's gone.